so so there's a Liverpool fan, and he's got to take a shit. <laughs> so so he goes to the washroom, takes a shit, turns around to inspect it as Liverpool fans do, <laughs> and it's floating. And he's like, "Holy shit, my shit is floating." Yeah, in that fire. Now, completely forgetting that the last three thousand shits that this guy's taken have sunk to the bottom of the bowl. <laughs> okay. So it. now he picks up his shit and starts shoving it in people's face. This is the most <laughs> dominant shit ever taken. <laughs> and all future shits are going to be floaters. <laughs> Meanwhile, forgetting his past, the past 3,000 shits he's taken. <laughs> Fuck these guys. On today's Footy Corner, Sheffield United cruise in their quest to nab a European spot as Chris Weiler drops the gloves. Ancelotti keeps things rolling at Merseyside, Richarlison fucks again. Klinsman claims he could have led the USA to the semis of a World Cup that they didn't even qualify for. Illinois is in the hot seat, Jeff Paris is back, and a man wiggles his penis in Oxford. Along with the usual predictions, comments, nonce of the week, fantasy corner, and gambling corner, next. And we are back on the footy corner. Arine, we're on a roll. I think we've, we've been spinning episodes out pretty uh, commonly. Four, I've said this every single one. Yeah. Four weeks. Yeah. Everything going well with you? Uh, yeah, everything is going well. Um, despite the shitty weather. Yeah. Um, nothing too bad. Diet's going good. How's everything with you? Not too bad. Semester going well at school. Getting things done. Uh some days are, are longer than others, but hey, we get through, and it's it's been a yeah, it's been a good run, good time. Uh, missed a little bit of EPL this weekend, a little rough, only having three matches. We were supposed to have four. Yeah, there was a wild storm in England that canceled the uh, what city was it game. Called? The storm they Kiara, had a name for it. Ciara, Kiara, whatever yeah, it Kiara, was, yeah, yeah. it hit Scotland, I think. But and if you can find, there's something we found on YouTube or no, it was on a uh, Twitter. This lady getting hit in the face with a fish. Yeah, that was bananas. If we can post that, we'll get the intern maybe to try to post the uh, yeah. the fish video because that was hilarious. But man, what a fucking weird time! I always feel like mid February is bananas as far as like it's just fucking frigid, cold. There's not much going on. Yeah, I mean, I guess there's Valentine's Day that's coming up. Any plans for you? Or are you just gonna no after <laughs> no not this time not no. this year no. no? Taking a year off? <laughs> yes, 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 yes. That's always the best way to go. You know what's Valentine's funny? Valentine's Day, what is it? Valentine's Day deadline day or something like that? When you said <laughs> it's <them>. past. <laughs> it's past. No, 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 no. Deadline day is up to the last minute. Really? So that night, yeah. Well, I don't any. So Get you that, no plan. Send that cheeky text to uh, whoever and see what, see what happens. Listeners, no, I won't do it. what are your plans for Valentine's Day? Please uh, tweet at us. Where can they find us? At the Footy Corner 2. That's the number on two. Yeah, yeah, on Twitter. And, uh, uh, you know, for me, it's funny. Like, the longer you're in something, I mean, you still do something, but yeah. it's, it's not like it has to be over the top. I'm lucky that I feel like Valentine's Day doesn't really, you know, require much. I feel in like terms it's of, losing its thing. Yeah, it's, it's a lost. Hallmark holiday, but it's still a good day to like, you know, get the flowers. Isn't it midweek? The, you know, you know. Let me ask people this. I found that girls love the cards the most anyway. Like, to them, the card beats yeah. the most. Yeah, 100%. Like, these chocolates, the flowers, like, you know, whatever. That so, is what it is. But the card yep. means the most. And to all the, the dudes that so are... don't forget the card. All the dudes that are trying to get a girl or whatever, that card, yeah. if you're... This is single... We'll get you laid. 
Yeah, and <laughs> just be poetic. Go Shakespeare, and if you're not poetic, Google the fuck how to do yeah. a Valentine's Day card. It's not that hard. Just throwing some like inside jokes in there, yeah. back and forth, a little flattering. You're you're in. No matter yeah. what happens, that you could take her to fucking McDonald's. Right. That way, when you make her go to any kind of cheeky dinner you choose, could be anything. You're gonna have a good night. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, uh, that's coming up, and that's on a Friday. So that's pretty. Oh, cool. it's on a Friday. It's Valentine's on a Friday this Friday. year. Yeah. Well. I guess we'll see what happens there. So, uh, anything else? I can't. I, guess, I, I have a procedure into... that Monday, so Club AZ is not going to be going out <laughs> on Friday. Yeah, I mean that would have been a good good Friday. That's feel true. like feel like the slags would be. Well, out I'm about. still I'm still shocked that <laughs> I know you're on your the, diet. The girls will be looking for a deadline day move on Valentine's Day. What a, what a better place to be than the club? I'm still shocked that you're not taking us up on our proposal. What's that you're proposal? so in your diet that we're we're planning on doing a um, edibles. Uh, with Night at the Roxbury and Jets Pizza. I'm a big edibles guy. <laughs> this has just sprung on me right now. I didn't know about we, this. We had kind of met, I thought Caitlin mentioned it, no? I could use it as a cheat day after my procedure. There you go. All right. Because there's a 48-hour... So the for us, it has to be a weekend. 48-hour so break period. You'll have four days to recover because we can't do it until Friday at least. Okay, perfect. Yeah. Because yeah. us old folk, when we take those, <laughs> those edibles, I'm turning into another uh, good lean meat. I'm right. I'm almost in soccer shape. So you're going to join our team? Hopefully, we're yeah. starting. We're starting. We start tomorrow. Our I'm championship already, game. I'm already squatting a good amount. So let me tell the, the listeners. I was in a. I was in a league. Yeah. That I hadn't mentioned once during the show. We were in the championship last week and we we lost. Um, unfortunate, but we got there, so that's good. And we're starting already this week. Like the next season starts. I'm calling this the reverse. Oh, the tour. champions don't even have time to like celebrate. No, like, get a week off. Man. No, they got us some beers, so that was nice of them. But but this is our revenge tour, and we're back. So I will let you guys know how the soccer escapades go. And if Arnie never joins our team, we're a bunch of old people. Like you're younger than all of us. I I know, man. So you can get it like, done. Yeah. So shall we jump into the action? Let's. Uh, is there anything else? I feel like we're missing. Something. So well, to the listeners, we have a guest this week. Oh, yeah. A very special one. We are back current. with the guests. And Arian, go ahead and tell them who's going to be on. It is Jeff Paris. Ooh, live coming listen. from you from Toronto. So just hang in there. We're going to give oh. a few game updates and then Jeff will be on. Yeah. Also, what's going on in my life? Tried out for the Chicago Huntsman. So any of my gamers out there. Who's um, that? Yeah. You know what I'm talking about. So, so if there are gamers, prof- uh, please. Almost went pro in gaming. Like legit pro. Almost or cool. it's still alive? I mean, I'm on standby. But... It's okay. pretty much on hold. But you know where they play their games? Right there, buddy. What do you mean? At Wintrust. Wait, that's, you that's, play at that's, a stadium? That's where the Chicago Hunts. Yeah, dude, it fills up. No, why don't you just play online at home? No, no, no. The actual competitions. Like what? the game. Are the you fucking teams, serious? The Chicago you teams, fly to other Toronto cities? has a team. Shout out Jeff Paris. You, wait, you fly to other cities to game? Yeah, these guys were just in London. London has a team. That's wild. Yeah. London, Canada or London? And the, no, no, no. UK, like England. No, England. And their fans have soccer chants, but gaming terms. It's insane. <laughs> what the fuck I is this world? This, what is this world becoming? So this, yeah. You so while I'm taking a break off soccer, this is what I do. You, you know? know? This generation. My God. And they want to make it an Olympic sport, apparently. So you might be in the Olympics. <laughs> all right. Which is absolute banana land. So, Shout out to all my gamers out there. So, yeah. Well, what this week allows us to do, and it's a little unique, right? Yeah. People are like, oh, there's some shit matches. Well, this allows us... To at least discuss, because we usually just kind of waffle over these other teams, but we can talk a little bit about some teams that we normally disregard. Yeah. And let me tell you, there were none of the quote-unquote big six that played. So this will be a fun episode. I think we could delve into okay. a little of what's going on, and we'll jump right into it. 
Okay. A team wow. I want to bring some awareness to, and I we've mentioned it on the pod. Surely you know. Awareness to? Yeah. What are we, like the fucking CBS or? Uh, yeah. Okay. We're bringing awareness to Sheffield United. Yeah. 2-1 winners at home against Bournemouth. Uh, Callum Wilson started the goal scoring early, but Billy Sharp and John Lundstrom with the answers, giving Sheffield the victory. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chris Wilder got a little feisty in the match at some point. He shoved uh, the Bournemouth player. Yeah, with uh, Sermon. What were your thoughts on uh, – I'm going to start with that before we talk about Sheffield. Thoughts on a manager like Wilder. Does that help your team? What, that if you're helps a player, you, yeah. what, do you, what do you think? That helps. That, helps that? that gets you pumped. That's like, damn, my manager is like pushing the other team. And that's when you just get involved for the fuck of it. You know when you, when you know like back in the day or like when you're playing on a team, you yeah. don't know what's going on. Right. You just see one of your players shove the other guy and you're just an automatic fuck you mode. You're just yeah. like everyone crowds the guy and it's like, hey, what the fuck are you doing? Like even if your teammate is the one that pushed him. Right. You know, it just fires you up. How yeah. do you feel about that? No, I agree. I think it's pretty cool. Well, Chris Wilder did get a yellow card. And uh, Lee, mean, our boy Lee Mason had trouble holding him back. Yeah, apparently. Lee Mason. Shout uh, out Lee. With John the pod. And then John Moss shows him the yellow. Uh, you know what? Uh, yeah, I mean, I think Chris Wilder's a hell of a manager, first of all, for doing what he's done. And you love the emotion. His facial reactions are a meme in itself. Like, he's an incredible manager. And it can't be overlooked what he's done uh, so far that – in addition to talking about him as a, as a manager, Sheffield United have six goals from substitutes this season, which is the most in the Premier League. So, so you're saying that's credit to him? Credit to because for not only bringing this whole overlapping center backs, because that's the big thing now that everyone's jerking off to, but and he does do that very well. But also he makes the right subs. John Lundstrom, for instance, in this match, coming in, making an impact for a team that we said at the beginning of the year, who the fuck is on this team? Yeah. And here they are. They're two points out of a uh, Euro- European spot. Yeah, I mean, imagine seeing fucking games in Europe, and it's at Bromel Lane. Sorry, two from a Champions League. They're actually in the Europa spot right now. Oh, they're ahead of Spurs? Yeah, they're ahead of Spurs, but Spurs have a game in hand. Two points behind Chelsea for Champions League. Yeah, that'd be fucking lit. So, uh, you Someone know. tweeted, imagine seeing... What, what was it? Chris Wilder pushed Neymar in a Champions League <laughs> yeah, match at That'd be lit. Oh, that'd be amazing. I mean, that's that's. I mean, honestly, like it, it's kind of crazy with the Premier League. People can chime in on this if they feel the same way. And I think you mentioned something about it. There really might not be a power six anymore. We're kind of seeing a league that's kind of transforming into. I mean, now we're well past the midway point of the season. We have yeah. oh, 12 yeah. games left. Yeah. 12, 13, 12 or whatever. 13, depending on who you are. And Sheffield United are two points behind a Champions League spot. And this yeah. is a team that just got promoted. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, no offense to, to Arsenal, but I mean, look, they're in 10th. You got Wolves that are ahead of them. Yep. You, you know, Sheffield, Everton. Yeah, the entire league. Not the entire league. Wolves. I mean, it's just like <laughs> you're seeing teams that are, uh, you know, not usually this good. And it seems like... Like a top team, like Liverpool, even Liverpool, like City, they could drop points any given weekend. Yeah, it's a league that's good top to bottom. It used to not be like that, I feel, uh, as much. So, yeah, I agree. And, and so while we're on that topic, Sheffield United, are they going to be European? Wow, because there's no salary cap. Um, are they making the European spot? Then? No, no, they're not making it. But, I mean, I think they have a chance at Europa. But So while you're right that there's no salary cap, you're right there. Yeah. I think what's really helped these teams is that is that Premier League money that, that's come in the last, what, maybe six, seven years now? Yeah. Because if you notice, right, that's about the time you had Leicester win the title. You got Wolves making this resurgence. Right. You have teams like uh, Southampton that have good years every once in a while, once in a blue moon, right? Bournemouth had a really good year. Yeah. So I think that makes the league better. 
And it's kind of neat now you see players that I feel like when I first started watching kind of – I mean there was still a lot of money being pumped in the Premier League but not nearly as much. Oh, yeah. No. I feel like a player would still rather play for like a top – not a top, not PSG, but like a Lyon, right? Mm-hmm. They play for a Lyon and, and they, they wouldn't go to England unless it was like a top four, top five team. Right. Now I feel like they'll fucking go to Wolves and oh, they'll, you'll be, see, they'll be more than happy to do that. You'll see a big name dropped in there every once in a while. Ruben Neves is on Wolves. You yeah, know, like that that's was what I'm saying. Like, like these Max guys, Meyer, Crystal Palace. Like these guys coming from teams that qualified for Champions League in mm-hmm. other leagues, but yeah. they're still willing to miss the opportunity in Champions League just to go to the Premier League, whether it's for the money, the competition, the notoriety. It's just it's completely changing. Taking on a big challenge. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I want to make a couple notes here real quick about the game itself. Dean Henderson made a huge stop on Frazier when it was 1-1. Uh, I, I want to say this about Bournemouth because we're talking a lot about Sheffield, and I figured that would happen. But Bournemouth, to me, played really well, actually, for a team that's in yeah. the relegation zone mm-hmm. that people are shitting on. And But, you know, you've kind of been high on them, I think, here or there. Because of Wilson um, and, and Wilson. And I think, actually, sorry, they're out of the relegation zone now because the last couple games they've played well. But they have a game in hand. Um, but, yeah, Wilson, so. Wilson. I mean, I, I, lo- I watched the ball movement. I, I kind of got to watch some of these other teams, and the movement was fantastic. And you might think, well, they, they could have gotten a draw to this, but uh, – but no, Henderson of, of Sheffield, who's been a great keeper the whole year, makes a big save. Uh, Billy Sharp, yeah, his last 34 goals have been scored inside the box in the States back to October of 2017. Living legend Billy Sharp. Yeah, and you know, back to, to Bournemouth, um, uh, I just, I'm still a little shocked because if you look at their roster, if you look at their, their lineup, and then who's their manager? Eddie Howe. Eddie yeah. Howe, it's, I mean, that's a great manager. I mean, right. at one point was linked to. Fucking United, Arsenal. Spurs, Arsenal, yeah, stayed, and then you have uh, the talent is still there. It's it's pretty shocking that they have one of the worst goal differentials in the league, uh, and and, and yeah. fighting relegation. I mean that's that's wild in my opinion. Yeah, and you heard it here first. I don't think they're gonna get relegated. I saw this match, and I've seen how they've played the last weeks. I think they'll stay up. Hopefully. I've changed my mind. If I've said before they're getting relegated, I've changed my mind. Although before we move on, or, or what are your thoughts on their relegation? Then I'll ask you a question about the I managers. think they'll stay up. I just think they need to get a bigger stadium. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> the mural. Yeah. I, I'm, I mean, move the mural, but like still. You know. Hashtag power the mural. Now, here's the last question I want to ask before we move into the next match or other matches. Fun question, and I, it's a debate that I think it's worth bringing up. Chris Wilder's the hot name this year. Eddie Howe had been the hot name in the a previous year, years. Two years ago. Do you think – I think it's a two-part question. Part one, do any of these managers, do either of them, have a chance to break through what they'd call that glass ceiling and manage a, a upper-tier team? Or do you think they're kind of stuck at this level A? And B, if one of them does, who do you think that would be? I think it would be Eddie Howe. Right? I think he connects more to younger players because he okay. himself is still fucking young. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, ironically, I could see Eddie Howe taking on an England role. Okay, so you think he he would break, break the ceiling, but it wouldn't be with a club. It'd be like the national team. Right, exactly. I like that. You know, I didn't even think about that. I like that shout, and I actually liked your answer because I was hoping you'd say Wilder, and I was going to say, no, Eddie Howe's been so good for so many years yeah. that, it, I mean, it's his style. He's people, a really good manager. People also need to take into consideration kind of what he's working with. I know he's been in the Premier League for a while, but Bournemouth still is one of those teams that still gives him a lower budget. Yeah. He he work, he uses that to bring in a lot of low knees, mm-hmm. a lot of a lot of cheap buys that yeah. turn up to be pretty decent. I know I said they have the one of the worst goal differentials this year, 
But, I mean, you're bound to have a season. I mean, you got to take into consideration really what he's working with. Yeah. I and mean, Villa had, had a bigger spending budget than he did, and he's been did. in the league longer. They did. So, you know, you have to take that into consideration. Or just go look up the story to see how they how he brought him up. It's, exactly. it's out there somewhere. NBC or someone has yeah. it. But, anyway, fun question I thought I'd ask. I honestly, I don't think either will break the glass ceiling. I just feel like when a big team needs a manager, they always reach out to these names. He's one. Um, but I do like <laughs> I do like this idea of him managing England. That could happen. But I think Chris Wilder's stuck. I feel like if you just give him a set group, I think he could bring out the best out of him. So I may ask that poll. You know. Eddie Howard, Chris Wilder. Who do you guys want? So that's a poll. All right. Shall we move on to the next one? But Chris Wilder is like that fucking wild man. That, <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's so right. love to see. I agree. That would be scintillating. I mean, just watch him on a weekly basis. Mm-hmm. Moving on to another team that I think, speaking of managers... They've done real well since bringing in their new one, Everton. 3-1 winners over Crystal Palace. Theo Walcott has been fucking found again. He is back. Uh, the goals from Everton were from Bernard, Richarlison, and Calvert-Lewin. My boy Lewin. Bernard, who stands 4'11", yeah. striking again. Bernard, Richarlison, Calvert-Lewin, the goals, and then Benteke for Crystal Palace. Who's alive as well. <laughs> Who's there. Uh, you know, it's funny. I thought Palace did all right at points and times, but it's clear Everton under Ancelotti have been very quality. That yeah, pretty much that. So, fun fact: um, under since uh, Ancelotti took over, Everton have the second most points in the Premier League. And I feel like any stat that has Liverpool as one should just be an exception because yeah, it's Liverpool. Liverpool has twenty four points. Everton has had seventeen since Carlo Ancelotti's been appointed. Um, on top of it, Calvert Lewin has scored six goals since the appointment of Ancelotti. Only one player in the Premier League has scored more goals in that time. Who do you think that is? Oh. Um, more than Calvert-Lewin since Ancelotti took over. Calvert-Lewin has six Who's since Ancelotti. scored more? He scored seven, this other guy. I feel like Vardy is always a safe choice. He's, he, he, is, he was dead for a Salah? bit. Salah? So. Nope. Is a, our guest later might talk about this guy. Aguero? He did, yep, Aguero. Oh, wow. Aguero scored seven. <laughs> so, um, okay. on top of it, Calvert-Lewin has 11 goals, which is the most by an English player for Everton since 06-07, which was uh, Andrew Johnson. Wow, you know what? This is all proving him, and I know he's still going through a little bit of rough. Him, Tammy Abraham, these young guys that mm-hmm. come up in England and grow up in the Premier League system, it does make a difference. Mm-hmm. This is what they what they're growing up watching, the system that they're growing up playing. They really can relish, and I think I know I'm, I'm all into like, oh man, if you spend big, you win big, which is true, but I feel like more teams have to trust the youth. Another fun, actually, you know what? You bring up a good point. Look at Trent Alexander Arnold. You are Southgate. Do you you have one opening? Abraham or Calvert Lewin? I'm gonna ask oh. the listeners this too. Fun question. Calvert Lewin. Okay, you going Calvert Lewin? Just because he's putting up better stats recently than Tammy Abraham with a lesser team. Okay, I agree with that. I can see that, and and you know what? It might switch from here point A to point B, and that's great for England, as you said. Competition in the spot. Um, our- also, with the Jack Grealish Madison debate, I'm Jack Grealish. Okay. Oh, I'll bring that up later. Yeah, okay, we have right. the polls going. Although the polls, we'll talk about that later. There's some issues yeah. on Twitter this week. Uh, Richarlison, friend of the pod, uh, big, big, yeah, big time friend. <laughs> he has um, nine goals. Nine of his, or seven of his nine goals this season have given Everton the lead. So he's really clutch in giving Everton the lead. Only two players have more that have given their teams the lead. They've scored eight. One of them has been talked about in this segment right Aguero. now. No, have given their team Salah. Nope. Have given their team the lead. Abraham? Yeah. yeah, Abraham has eight goals that have given Chelsea the lead. The other one, he's dead with a back injury right now. Harry Kane? Nope. He might be the only reason Ole has a job. Oh, um, fuck Rashford? Yeah, Rashford has eight. Oh, okay. So they all have. So these are big time goal scorers, 
big moments. You know, Richarlison linked the fucking Barcelona last month, too. Let's not forget that. Richarlison and Calvert-Lewin up front? Ancelotti might have found something, man. I mean, I feel like the two-striker... Uh, setup is just not a thing anymore. I feel like more people are playing, like you said, with overlapping wingers and wingers. Well, that's what he played this match, though. What did he play? He played those two up front. Oh. Do, do you think he did that because it's Palace, maybe, and it's a home match? I don't know. Maybe who, did one of them drop back a little bit? Uh, yeah, I think, I think um, if I recall correctly, I, th- I would think Calvert-Lewin would drop and go for headers and let Richarlison run, right? You know, I mean, yeah, that's – I don't know. You know, it's an interesting dynamic, but Richarlison is fucking – I think he's really fucking good. You know what allows it to? The nonce. Morgan Schneiderland being the defensive midfielder. Yeah, he's back in a good position under a good system, and Theo Walcott fucking actually doing something helps. Holy shit. Speaking of which, guess who was on the bench? For who? We thought he retired. Who? Flayton Baines was on the bench. Oh, <laughs> Wait, I fucking lost my mind when Wait, I saw it. He what? was back from the dead. No, no, no. He's not. Uh, maybe he's a coach. Oh, no, he was. <laughs> Mate, I was watching this match. Wait, I thought he retired. I late in face, and I'm like, we just had a Melik in memoriam day last week. <laughs> like, he's retired. Dead ass serious. What a player. We had a whole segment on him. We were dead ass serious about it. Oh, too. that was amazing. Wow. Last thing Surprised I'm... no one corrected us on that. <laughs> right. No one said anything. Um, last thing I want to mention, Jordan Pickford had a huge save on Ben Teke when it was 1-1. But you saw it. The goal he gave up, he also almost got beat near post by Van Anhold earlier. Is Jordan Pickford a worry for England fans? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think for club, he's not doing that great. I think for England, he was doing – he did fucking fantastic. But right. For going based on club results and his mistakes have been uh, some pretty bad mistakes. Yeah, I agree. And there have been some good goalies out there. Your boy Pope, Pope. Uh, Henderson of Sheffield. Like these guys can you take know, over. I always wondered why Casper Schmeichel never got the call up. Isn't he Danish? Well, fuck me in the ass. <laughs> I yeah. thought he was Danish. Yeah. I might be wrong. No, 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 no. Wait. Well, intern, we'll get on that. We'll, we'll have a look on that. While we're looking at that, I have one more fun stat. Christian Benteke's first goal. Casper Schmeichel starts in it for Denmark. Yeah, he's for Denmark. Uh, Benteke's first goal since April of 2019. That's 17 games in 765 minutes. What happened to him? Christian Benteke? Yeah. Damn, he used to be a G for Villa. Right. I don't know. Something's he went to happened. Liverpool and just fucking sucked. Unfortunate stuff. Anything yeah. else you want to add for Everton or Palace? No, I think Ancelotti is... Uh, Proving himself worthy. Can Everton get into a European so, spot? So, you know what? I'm going to ask you a question. Yeah. Think, with that stat you gave with Ancelotti, yes. do you kind of, I know you like Arteta a lot, but do you wish Ancelotti went to Arsenal? I'm happy with what things are like right now. Okay. Only because. You can go back in time and you I, can choose one. See, the thing with Arteta is, I feel like he's A, a long-term manager, and B, if you weren't going to hire him, then you're never going to get him. And I just like in the long term what he's going to bring. I think Ancelotti would have been good for like a year, a year and a half, and then that's that. Who are your top three managers in the Premier League? Currently? Yeah. Do I have to give an order for them or no? No. Uh, if I were to have any three, an I'd An order go, would be preferred, though. I'd go Klopp, Pep Guardiola. Pep Guardiola. And... Jeez, this is where it gets tough, huh? Yeah, that's why I asked you for top three. <sighs> top three managers. I'm not going to say Brendan Rodgers <laughs> as much I as mean, he's done. Um, I'm not saying Lampard. He's too early. Mourinho? Oh, no. It's not Olay. Nuno? 
No. Fuck me. I don't know who the third one is. You wouldn't put Mourinho there? I don't want to. Surely you gotta put Mourinho. Well, now he manages Tottenham, too. Ew. Uh, I guess, yeah. I guess Mourinho, yeah. Because of his accolades. So those are... It's either him or Ancelotti. Current. Current best managers. Not potential. I would put Ancelotti over Mourinho. Okay. Yeah. I can see that. I think Pep's... Okay. uh Uh-oh. This is gonna... I think Pep's a bit of a fraud. You're not going to have Pep in your top three? So if I was managing uh, a top – or not managing, if I was owning like a top-tier team and they were like, okay, Pep and Ancelotti are here for you. Which one are you picking? I'd go Ancelotti. Really? Yeah. I don't know what I'd do. I might Look go Pep. what he's Pep. fucking doing with this Everton team. Well, Give the guy some money and see what he could do. Let's wait and see what happens. But yeah, I it's guess It's amazing now- how an old-school manager, someone that dominated in the, ba- in the past, has been able to transform how he manages and been able to do good in, in current times as well. Yeah. Well, I mean, I he wasn't we'll, too bad for Napoli. He just fucking left. Let's, yeah, we'll see. We can, we can, uh, we'll see if he keeps it up, and then we'll we'll re rank some managers. I like that as much as we'll I love our team. That's something he couldn't do. Uh, top potential managers. Yeah. So Sean, really quick question: Sean Dyche, where is he out of the top twenty? <laughs> I don't fuck. <laughs> just pick a place. Ten. <laughs> ten. Okay, Sean Dyche is ten. Uh, Maybe nine. Speaking of managers, Brighton and Watford. Uh, Nigel Pearson. Okay, is there? Uh, against Graham Potter. We had uh, Brighton 1, Watford 1. Ducure playing his first ever game as a number 10, scoring the goal for Watford. Mariapa with a comical own goal on a John Bash cross. Uh, awful. It was awful. Um, Watford has given up the most own goals since the start of the last season. They've given yeah. up six, or I guess scored six, I guess, in that case. Um, that Mariapa own goal, very similar to a Lyon own goal that you've found for us at some point. Yeah. What are your thoughts on these own goals? <laughs> these own goals are bananas, and they're running rampant. <laughs> they are. Um, I don't know. This, I mean, there wasn't much going on here. It was a six-pointer because both teams are relegation kind of ish bound. Um, here's a uh, you know watching parts of the match and betting Brighton and being pissed off that Brighton didn't win. Watford looked really good, dude. Watford is a really good team. They have leaders. Their problem is that they've dropped seventeen points from winning positions. Okay. Eight in their last three games. That means they've had all three in the books, and they've only drawn this one. Okay. Um, only West Ham has dropped more. Uh, so that makes me think that Watford, if they can figure that out, I think they'll be safe. Wow. What do you think about Watford? Watford Wankers? Yeah. After uh, that start, with Nigel Pearson, I think they've right right. Watford the seems to always have that team chemistry that's bananas. Yeah. I think they're finally getting it again. Mm-hmm. Um, they have a new manager, right? Yeah, Nigel. Nigel. Um... And it's a bunch right now. It's tough, them. man. There are a lot of good teams that are in relegation territory. So, so Norwich is done for. As much as we love our boy Jahan Baksh, I think Brighton might get trouble. When it's all said and done, I think they might be going down. Really? I think I think you're right. I could see Watford staying up. I could see Norwich, West Ham, and Villa. It'd be kind of crazy to see West Ham go down. I really hope – I don't think Villa will go down. I think there's so, too much – I feel like it changes every week for us, but yeah, I mean – uh, all right, so anything else from this match? There wasn't really much going on. Yeah, I kind of wish Burnley went down. Yikes. <laughs> like, okay, when you're going into a, a Saturday and you're like, oh, your team's playing Burnley, aren't you? Like, uh. Yeah, it's a bit, eh. It is what it is, though. Them right? and Brighton, for me, are just like, eh. <laughs> Same thing with Watford. No one wants to fucking play Watford. They were, they were, it was decent to watch some of these teams this week, though. I kind of enjoyed it. Norwich, you know your team's going to score like 50,000 goals so you get up for it, you know? <laughs> yeah. Well, that's that. 
All right. Um, well, and there was supposed to be another match. West Ham Man City was postponed, as we mentioned, due to the storm. Mm-hmm. Um, before we jump into our interview, who do you think this postponement helped more? <laughs> I don't know if it helped any of them, to I have be my, honest. I have my theory. I think it hurt. So in terms of scheduling, obviously you'd say, oh, Man City, because now they have to fit all these matches into a short time. Mm-hmm. But let me tell you something. If they reschedule, it's more likely than not. The game will be played in nicer conditions, right? right? What This is the second time West Ham's so, had a postponed game, by the way. Right. Well, that was against you guys as well. Yeah. That was for different reasons. But, but what I think is, if they had played in this weather, it might have been somewhat of a leveler for Watford. Like, because City couldn't do all those moves that they do, you know, the passing and whatnot. So I feel like, in a sense, even though City oh, has to stack their schedule, they might have dodged a bullet not even play West Ham in shit weather. Really. Yeah, that's true. So either way, it's going to be a pain... Uh, there's been no date announced for the makeup. We'll find out, I guess, at some point. Yeah. Because City has so many matches, they have nowhere to put this match. But I guess we'll see what happens. Um, with that said, let's go to our interview with the one and only Jeff Paris. And on today's show, we have recurring guest, our favorite Canadian, top lad, Jeff Paris. Uh Fighting off something. Jeff, what's going on over there? No corona, huh? I just woke up this morning, had this stomach thing. Like I, I work with a Liverpool fan and he doesn't wash his hands. So like everyone's <laughs> in the office is sick. Yes. Yeah. Jeff's yeah. coming out firing already. I love it. Yep. So uh Jeff, Ari's right, got a uh, a question to start. Oh, off. Uh, I, just, oh, yeah. I don't want to talk to him. He's been pissing me off lately. Whoa, everyone <laughs> has. I've been pissing everyone off, man. These um, trades that he's yeah, making. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, go ahead. Of the potting of the potting world. That's that's what it is. Yeah. How's uh, how's Toronto treating you? Uh, it's good. Uh, weather hasn't been that bad. Raptors won 15 straight. The yeah. Leafs uh, got a, you know, yeah, yeah <laughs> a little bit lackluster, but they're a young team, young full of superstars, and we'll be fine. Not, uh, not the result you were looking for against the Habs, huh? On uh, I believe it was Saturday, right? Yeah, it was overtime. I don't care. Whatever. <laughs> you, you got the point. You're happy with that. I got the point. Yeah, keep getting points. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Got to pile them up. And uh, hey, all that matters is you get in, and you see what happens. The Blues proved that last year. Yeah. even though they suck so uh all right jeff we're gonna get to some uh epl questions just because you know epl podcast we're gonna i'm gonna met, i'm gonna say this we're gonna talk about detroit later a little bit more i want to talk about detroit all right, later. All right we'll bring detroit <laughs> into this later uh jeff my que- my first question for you uh, is what is your definition of a successful season at this point based on what's happening for manchester city yeah since my uh reds are pretty much blowing you're, you're always out of the water. See, see, this is why people don't like you. This is why people don't like don't like Liverpool. Let me let me explain something to you. This, let me explain how this season is. So, t- take a Liverpool fan. I'll answer your question after, after, but I got got to get to this. Sure. So, so there's a Liverpool fan, and he's got to take a shit. So, so he goes to the washroom, takes a shit. Turns around to inspect it as Liverpool fans do, <laughs> and it's floating. And he's like, "Holy shit, my shit is floating!" Yeah, in that fire. Now, completely forgetting that the last three thousand shits that this guy's taken 
have sunk to the bottom of the bowl. <laughs> okay. So now it. he picks up his shit and starts shoving it in people's face. This is the most <laughs> dominant shit ever taken. <laughs> and all future shits are going to be floaters. Meanwhile, forgetting his past, the past 3,000 shits he's taken. <laughs> fuck these guys. <laughs> Unreal. Yes, that was amazing. That was, that's a really good one. I mean, well, if you want to talk about shits in terms of Champions League, then you've never had a floating shit, huh, Jeff? No. <laughs> uh, Listen, uh, it's a Mickey Mouse uh, cup until we win it. All right, all right. Fiber regardless. So so from this point on, the definition of a success, is it is it winning Champions League then? Uh, I would say so. And just uh, – we're, we're kind of in like a – you know, you I don't know if you guys watch F1. I don't really, but I know they take pit stops. This is a pit stop season. You got to refuel, see what you got, uh, get messy on board and uh, – Yeah, that rumor. Yeah. I like it though. It's a good rumor. But uh, I would say champion, wow. Champions League would be, would be uh, quite nice. Uh, and I want uh, I want the – the league trophy and I want the FA cup and uh, then we'll go for the quad in uh, the summer uh, for the, uh, what do you call it? Uh, Would you win the, the first game of the year? Oh, the, oh my uh, God. Community shield. shield. Community yeah. shield. Yeah, yeah. Community shield. Community shield. Oh. We'll go for the quad again. I mean, technically you guys are still going for the treble right now. I mean, we'll yeah. So yeah, so yeah, those three, and then he'll he'll finish it off with the fourth. I mean, I you guys got a tough draw. I mean, not really this year, but you guys got uh, Madrid, I believe. No, right? I like I like I see there in the Champions League we do have a problem of playing down to our opponents. So I I like we're we're starting out in the elimination uh, with uh, with a, a team just the name alone. Yeah, would yeah. Put fear into anyone, so you're not playing like. Galatasaray or some or some garbage like that. You're playing Real Madrid, so it gets them up, and the and they can play to their uh, the level that we know that they can play at. And and I think uh, you know all shit talk aside, I think well on top of catching them on a on a rough season, um, you know Madrid, uh, kind of a transition. They're also on a quick stop season, if you want to say. Sure. Um, but I still think City is honestly much better than Real Madrid this yeah. year. I know um, City's had some rough results compared to their past, but I think um, they're still playing at a very, very fucking high level every time I watch them. So I yeah. think, I think oh, I, the injuries hurt a lot. Uh, our defense uh, with uh, Laporte out for that long. Um, I don't think we prepared well enough for that. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, well, we're getting Sané back. And now he apparently wants to stay. Uh, I think it's looking good for the Champions League. There you go. And on, on yeah. that, speaking of players and injuries and whatnot, I was going to ask you a question. It was asked, uh, it was asked to us by, by uh, I believe, Steve. Yes. Yeah, uh, but I like the question, so I'm going to put it on you. Name the one player, I guess you could include manager, uh, that would kind of devastate you to see leave, whether it's for one reason or another. Oh, right now? Yeah. Um, uh, honestly, it was, I think you you you're looking for something more creative than just saying Aguero. Well, I mean, it could uh, be Aguero. It <laughs> yeah, it would. It would. But but I'm a realist in this in this game. He, he will at some point leave. I, I'm sure, or maybe not. Who knows? But uh, yeah, I I don't want to sound cliche, but I have to say Aguero because uh, he, he's my. Uh, um, yeah, if you guys are gonna do the uh, fuck. Uh, 
uh, what do you call it? Fuck Mary, whatever. Fuck Mary, kill. Like I'm fucking him. (laughs) First time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right, right. No, we didn't do that with you, did we? No, we didn't. No, we didn't. The first time. Well, let's just do it now. Let's do it now. (laughs) Let's do it right now because it's part of yeah, it's part of the question. So the guy that you're gonna marry is the one that uh, you know you don't want you'd be devastated to see them. So that's Aguero. Yeah. All right. All-time leading goals. Now you gotta fucking kill someone. Yeah. <laughs> and this is this is on Manchester City. Yes. Huh? Yeah. Um. Could it be? Could it be a past player? We'll let we'll let that. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Sure. We'll let that go. Yeah. Um. Oh fuck! I'm drawing a blank here. Like, who would I kill? Um. Uh, said passed not much before 06, Jeff. So, <laughs> <laughs> see, see, there you go again. Maybe yeah, like Richard Dune or whatever his name was. You, you, you know, you, you're the one talking about the past. All the time. <laughs> oh, I killed Gundogan, but that's me. You know my personal right with me. <laughs> okay, let's kill Gundogan. Gundogan. Yes. <laughs> well, there we go. Yeah, I mean, there's some questions around Sané. You know, uh, ACL. It was his ACL, right, that he tore. Yeah. You know, and he's someone that really re- not relied, but a big part of his game was speed. Well, he's so fa- like, I've I've seen a lot of uh, players in my life live. When I saw Sané live, like in in the stadium, yeah. like. I've never seen a player run that fast. Like when you're watching it live, like the there there was wind. There was actual like it was unbelievable watching him live. And you don't you don't get that on TV. And I, yeah, I was like absolutely. And that that's when he first came. Uh, well, when he first started starting for City, right on the regular, uh, it was just amazing to see. He's he's he's. I know he's a bit of a dickhead, but. Uh, if he can sort, if he can sort his head out, like two of my favorite players of all time are, are dickheads, Sonny and, and Balotelli. Oh, <laughs> I love Mario too, and yeah, he, I love him. I love him. I think he's great. He's he's completely entertaining. Yes. Um, and uh, I was hoping uh, Toronto FC uh, were going to sign him, uh, but apparently it's too cold. Oh, so. it will never happen. You don't think? Could it? It could possibly happen at some. Well, point. we just we we just signed uh, uh, our third DP, so oh, it's, okay. it's yeah, yeah. Well, you guys get real DPs there. I mean, we we have a bunch of. <laughs> well, you, well, we have a real team here, unlike you. That's guys. true. That, you know what? <laughs> we're not denying that. It's, it's pretty shameful of uh, what we're seeing. So. Hopefully. Yeah. How do you like the new logo? Oh gosh, that's dog. <laughs> Yeah. You know, oh man. Did you hear they might switch it up already next year because there's so much outrage? I, uh, they should keep it. It'll be funny. <laughs> oh, fuck yeah, off. <laughs> Just watch the banter buddies lose it. Other hey, you know, you should come to Chicago though because uh, the games are in uh, Soldier Field uh, as opposed to what many people, some people say. I think it's a great, great venue for uh, for soccer actually. And you could tailgate with us. Yeah. Nice. I've seen the USA play there and um and like Messi and friends and all that. Yeah. Game. And that's it's, right downtown, isn't it? Yeah. Oh yeah, right across the street from us. Literally walking distance yeah. from us. So yeah. yeah. So uh, yeah, although we look like the knockoff Phoenix Suns, you could at least yeah. maybe see your team play us. No parking something. fees or anything, which is shit in this city. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um. So you you mentioned Laporte. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> 
and and we've been kind of ragging on Fernandinho or Fernando or yeah Fernandinho. His name on this thing is Fernando Luis Rosa, which is bananas. <laughs> but we've been kind of ragging on. But I was looking at stats. This man leads the team in tackles, aerial battles one. He's great. He's, he's great, he's, and he's old. Even red cards throw him in that fucking race. Like he's passes, bro. Like yeah. You know, is he, in your honest opinion, is he covering well in like that makeshift center back position? For his age, for his age and what he's done this season, I think he's done a fantastic. What more could you ask? Yeah. Yeah. I think it was leaked too that he was supposed to leave after this season and, and then they signed him to and they just, they just signed him to an extra year. Yeah. But yeah, I think. So, so assuming that he stays next year, this is kind of a wild throw by me, but do you think he'd be a good partner with Laporte? Well, yeah, absolutely. So you, yeah, you I, 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 I think both of them just have such such good knowledge, like just awareness mm-hmm. around them. Um, and I think that's what I think that's a lot what what they were what they were missing this year. Oh yeah. So so far, like like past like you know like the the classic Manchester City breakout from the back that was happened all last year and you, you're just watching they're in their own end, but they're coming out fast. And you're like, this is going to be a goal. Like, like when it was coming out the back this year, the ball would go, no, not to him. No. And you would just like smack your head. Like this isn't what we did last year, guys. <laughs> yeah. 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 And then they could build up some sort of a partnership because uh, Fernandinho, like you said, he's, he's up there in age, but that might be a good thing for him to play center back because of the progression. He was a defensive mid. He can play center back because he doesn't need to use some of that speed that he may have lost. Uh, so does that mean you kind of give up on someone like a John Stones? Oh, yeah. uh, I, I think I think he's gotten a hard ride. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he has made mistakes, but he did save the season last year when he, he broke Green's heart with that yeah. uh, save off the line. I, I think I like, think company too with that fucking rocket from 50 yards out <gasps> out of nowhere oh that too there were there were there were many there there were many uh, uh great uh, moments that made uh Irene go spend his uh i mean, uh, I mean allowance he, allowance oh, on alcohol that's not <laughs> uh, do you okay you mentioned it earlier maybe on on tweets i think it was sure, on sure. tweets tweet? do you genuinely believe and no that this is being serious do you genuinely believe that laporte is or eventually will be better than virgil van dyke absolutely 100 oh, van dyke is a fraud he's a fraud yes that's oh, wild well we're, i mean we can only just see what happens so well i think uh do we have any more man city questions or are you ready for your detroit questions that you got I just want to know if you're being genuine with Detroit. This is a wild, a wild. Everyone's kind of going at me. With Detroit now. My my, par- my parents' fiftieth anniversary is coming up, and uh, me and my brother are getting them uh, a four day tour of Detroit. Oh, <laughs> Jeff! <laughs> what it's, up, Cancun? What it's, happened to Miami? Like it's the greatest place. I mean, it's the kind of stuff that you, I mean, because you saw, I saw your video it was actually very, it was intriguing. The video was very intriguing. Yeah. So if that's the kind of stuff that like you enjoy and checking out like the history behind it. Jeff, what I get is you're the type of traveler that likes to see the real part of the city, right? Not the, to- maybe like you enjoy the touristy shit, but like you like living the life that they live there. Yeah. 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 Like I was in Baltimore this year, like. I'm not going to lie. That place is horrific. <laughs> <laughs> but, but. But amazing people, 
the beer was absolutely phenomenal. The food was great. All crab cake. You, yeah. you, you just have to like watch yourself. Yeah. <laughs> like, That's, like, yeah. like the, the difference between both, like both, like Detroit is, is a very dangerous place. I, I absolutely admit it. But the thing that keeps you safe there is like, there's nobody around anywhere. Right. Like, like ex- except for the downtown core and certain spots, like in Corktown and stuff like that. But like West, West Detroit is like a city unto itself and there's nobody there. Everything's empty. So you're just safe because there's nobody there to do anything to you. Baltimore is packed full of people and they're all doing really bad things yeah. <laughs> by the Harbor, you know, Hey, uh, yeah. good stuff there. So any other questions on Detroit before I, uh, you know, I'm just curious. Okay. So next time I go to Detroit, sure. cause you know, I will end up next time you go, I'll meet you there and I'll give you the tour. There you okay. Go. I was going to beautiful. Ask. It's an absolutely beautiful. Was, I know people. From Detroit, I'm close with people from Detroit, and <laughs> but you've been trashing them. The last I, you know, I have, I really have, and I want to give it another shot. Oh, I think I'm wow. ready to give it another Orange shot. I will fucking hate the Lions, the Red Wings, anything you know, tigers. sport tigers related. I hate them too. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. That's true. But, but the city, like you, you gotta understand, the city was built to be bigger than, uh, it was going to be bigger than New York City. Like and it's built that like the downtown core was built that way. Like it, it's like everyone. You have to understand, everyone left. Like mm-hmm. essentially, everyone left. Like it was on par to be bigger than New York City. Like and to wrap your head around a city like that, and then everyone's gone, and what's left is this blank canvas of just like like the restaurants there. All these people who can't afford, who had a dream in Chicago and New York and Toronto. Like rent is so expensive, everything's so expensive. Like to open up that restaurant, they had no choice. So now you have these people going to Detroit, and they're just doing, making their dreams come true. Like with the cheap rent, like amazing people, people that get it. Like don't get me wrong, like like it's a it's a scary place at times, but like like it like the architecture is beautiful. The the bars there are amazing. Like just these bars that have been around for 120 years old you got to press a button to get in and they check you out on camera it's a it's a and and that's and that's where techno was invented and that's what i grew up on detroit yeah that's true yeah and they're greek shout out their greek town yeah Uh, Mm -hmm. greek town's not that hot but (laughs) (laughs) this is is like it's students it's where students go to get drunk and shit like that Okay. See, I heard wrong sources. My bad. Oh God. Okay. Uh, anything before we uh, head out? Any other thing you want to mention, Jeff? Anything you want to questions? Questions or anything you want to get off your chest? I'm I'm just I'm just really sick of of the like these Liverpool fans. Like instead of enjoying (laughs) the moment that they're actually doing well with the help of VAR and all that, they. Like, all they're doing is pointing fingers and and their shit-stained fingers in everyone's face, and it's why no and nobody likes them. And when when this all falls flat on its face, like they might win the league this year, I don't know. Oh wow! (laughs) (laughs) But when this all falls on their face, then they're gonna go back to 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 being just these angry. Bitter no friendo sixty fours that they've always been. <laughs> like, like it's just gonna, like I'm 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 happy I'm content. Like the league hasn't gone our way this year, but we're the only real team in the top six with real fans from a real 
Yeah, <laughs> that is wow, oh, wow. See, this really? is the nice thing about rooting for a team that isn't doing that great. Like no one really thinks about you or makes fun of you anymore. So I can just sit here and laugh. Uh, everyone's making fun of us. <laughs> like, like, like it's like we have to win it every year or we get shit on. <laughs> so. Uh, you've made uh, you've made the the sheik uh, pretty angry. These <laughs> fans, he's he's gonna just buy everybody. Right, he's and that's what we should do. We should just buy everybody. <laughs> it's pretty, I mean, that's what they're gonna do with Messi. I mean, he's got the money, sheik money. Yeah, Messi's not happy. Ooh, yeah. So that could happen. Well, something we'll look out for. Well, uh, Jeff, thank you for, for uh, coming on. Right, kind of side question, really off topic. Um, the all-star game is in Chicago. NBA all-star games in Chicago in a couple days. Yeah. yeah. Are there any Raptors in the game? Oh, there's yeah. Yeah, there's Siak- yeah. uh, Siakam and Lowry. Oh, yeah. I love Kyle Lowry. Funny thing is we have no bulls in the game. So We're not even Levine. Nope. <laughs> they have zero Chicago bulls in the and it's game. in fucking in Chicago. Chicago. Yep. Nice. So that's that tells, Chicago you, basketball. tells you where we are. But yeah, you guys, uh, yeah, you guys have bounced back pretty well and are, uh, right behind what Milwaukee, right? So, uh, yeah, we have more points. We have more points this season uh, than we did with what's his face last season. Kawhi. Leonard. <laughs> what's his face? Uh, I don't want to say his name. And let's talk about Kawhi for a minute. I want your opinion. Here's my question. Here's my question. Uh, yes. I don't blame him for leaving because mm-hmm. you want to go home in Los Angeles. It's a big basketball market. Well, Toronto's a huge basketball market now, but yeah, like, uh-huh. but like Los Angeles is a bigger city, and and that's where he lives. That's home. Yes. But you come back to defend the title once and if you don't win it that season then you go but you have to come back and defend it yeah you, one, like, you know, on a one, how, how could you not i mean they kept the like, same, toronto kept the same team other than that right i mean yeah. like uh, everyone the returned. most part yeah. lowry returned um who's that backup point guard or shooting guard with a beard he van fleet yeah yeah, thick yeah. pascal I, I think he was undrafted i'm not sure and, like, yeah, he was he was yeah yeah yeah. Could have offered Kawhi a pretty substantial amount of money, couldn't they have? We 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 were we were allowed to offer more than uh, Los Angeles. I don't know. I don't know why he wouldn't have seen unless he thought this was the year that he could bring a bunch of his buddies together with the Clippers. You know, like maybe he's like, well, all these guys are free agents, so I'm going to sign this year so that they can come on board. And that's the only thing I can think of. Otherwise, I agree with you. I'm always a big uh, big guy in like defend your title, like loyal. Yeah. Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So if he left after that, no hard feelings. If, if we didn't win last season and he left, no hard feelings. That's that. But you come back and defend. So if yeah. you, honestly, fuck that guy. He's a nonce of the week. <laughs> <laughs> so what you, do, what you do is you put in his face just like uh, Washington did to Bryce Harper in baseball and yeah. with the title without him. You know, now yeah. that I'm just saying this, I watched uh, a Netflix thing on Vince Carter. It yeah. was when he went to the Raptors and pretty much transformed that. Bat- I think him and Tracy McGrady. Oh yeah, they were transformed yeah. they that were city, so and then it became like the culture center of like North America. Yeah. Like he, and then no. they, and then they like, left. But nuts. Yeah, and then just kind of like and they're and bad. They're, both left on bad terms, and Tr- Tracy McGrady said, "If if if we had both stayed in Toronto, we would have won uh, chips coming out our ass." Exactly. Sure. Like, they credited. Yeah, yeah, they came out because back then people thought, "Oh, Canada, this Canada." They they didn't even know where it was on a map. Where right. half of these Toronto, players. Right. When right. a Toronto team is good, they fucking show up. The Blue Jays too. Remember when Joey oh, that Bats? Was, that was the first yeah. time Toronto had like a fucking earthquake. That was the first that World Series game. I ever saw when yeah. Joe hit that game. Oh, Joe Carter. Yeah, that's the first World Series I ever saw. And uh, 
shout out Damon Sotomayor starting the Raptors franchise. Uh, well, he didn't start it, but you know he was part of that early days. And then we're we're in a Carter and McGrady cousins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. wild stuff. Yeah, you guys yeah. Have some fun. Sports I'm telling times. you, Toronto is a fucking top class sports city. Yeah, yeah. Well, the Leafs too. Look how much the Leafs have disappointed. Yeah, actually. A big- <laughs> yeah, the like- Leafs. The Leafs are the Real Madrid of, of <laughs> hockey, but they just don't win. They just don't win. <laughs> You can argue the Canadians because they got a ton of. I mean, but you. Leafs are so much bigger, like, like they're just huge. Yeah, that's true. As Um, as much shit as we give you, it's uh, it's funny that like a we like it as a city. We have some cousins that are from there, and then Arians a big Arians a big Leafs fan. Like they're literally a second favorite team after the Hawks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Outside, you know, some banter here there. Outside, I don't know how we feel about TFC. But you know we'll have to see. Aside <laughs> I like Giovinco a fuck ton. He was fun. As, he yeah. was fun as hell to watch. And yeah. he's in China now. Well, and we've just stolen you know? their lo- their because uh, we're the footy corner TFC. Oh yeah, we've yeah stolen yeah. their. Uh, maybe we like them. I don't know. So yeah. All right, Jeff. Well, hopefully, uh, hopefully you swing by Chicago. If not, we'll have you again on probably soon. You know, would be really good. No, we will have international. Well, yeah. we will during an international break. Just get him and Steve and Brian, like whoever wants to come on and just do like that. Steve Fucks guy or whatever his name is. Just Uh-oh. do a group show. I would love for you guys to talk. I think it'd be a shout great out show. Steve, by the way. Shout out Steve. But you guys are both Detroit. Like you guys he's like too boring to talk to me. No, he's from <laughs> Michigan. He's not from Detroit. He's from he's like from South Michigan. Okay, so we'll get everyone on at the same time. I think. I think that'd be electric. Yeah. yeah. Are you up for that, Jeff? Yeah, maybe Frank Martino as well. Yeah. Let's get. <laughs> Let's, we need to. We do. We need to get. If you can talk to Brian Camberg and see if he. Yeah. Uh, Tried him. We tried him once or twice. He was busy, so we'll try again. Uh, so just tell him it's pretty easy. It's a fun going show. It's just like you're talking to us on the phone, and then boom, you're a uh, you're a star. Yeah. <laughs> I, you know, and, and you know, first, you know, Jeff recovering from the coronavirus right now. First report in Canada. Maybe I really, uh, really hope you come out of it. <laughs> just disinfect yourself and all that shit that you know everyone's doing. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Jeff, thanks yeah. for coming on. Feel better, buddy. Yeah, for real. Feel, feel better. Thanks, bud. <laughs> okay. All right. Thank All right. You. Hey, I'm, I'm going to go on a moose and uh, what was the other one? Drink some maple syrup. Maple syrup. Yes. <laughs> All right. Later, All right. And a big thank you there to Jeff Paris for – Shout out, Jeff. Coming on despite the coronavirus. Yeah. Hitting him hard. Uh, also belated <laughs> happy birthday. Oh, yeah. We said it. In a tweet, but we didn't get to say on the pod, yes. so that was the day we last released the episode yeah. was his birthday. So happy one week birthday from however old you are. Happy birthday, Jeff Paris. So top lad, let's uh, go. Always good to have him on. Uh, that brings us to the prediction segment. Now it's a little different this week, right? Because the matches are broken down. So I'm yeah. just going to give a progress report. So through three matches out of nine, because the Manchester City match was postponed. Um, so far this week, Steve's the leader with eight points already out of three matches. Nikhil and Arine have six, and I'm with the caboose, and we have five. So let's step it up for these last ones. So let's go ahead and make these predictions this Man, week. How huh? do you like the lemon? How do you like that tea? Honestly. Pretty good. Lemon ginger tea. You put one yeah. sugar in it or two? I did. I put it. I put an equal in there, so it's actually oh, helped it. Yeah, I, I, I usually have it's these. Not bad, huh? So these um, Ahmed teas. You're gonna, I have you're them, gonna take a shit. Yeah, and I have them without. Uh, You've recorded this again. It fucking does that on its own. So anyway, that's fine. We'll just continue. Yeah, whatever. So it's a recording thing. Um, <laughs> anyway. I did not do that. I have lemon and ginger tea You witnessed. I usually have these without um, without sugar or uh, No, you drink tea or with sugar. Well, no, I do, but 
these flavored ones, I never put in. Oh, wow. So this is That's a first. Wild. It's really good, actually. I'm enjoying it. Okay. Um, so predictions this week. So I call them week 26A progress report, and this is week 26B predictions. Valentine's Day, Wolves, Raul in the mood for love, hosting Lester, Vardy. Mm-hmm. I got Wolves 2, Lester 2, Raul is my goal scorer. Wow. Um, I got Wolves 1, Lester 2, Jamie Vardy. Oh, wow, to win it. Yep, got to make um, sweet love to Rebecca that night. <laughs> also, that trick ass hoe. Yeah. All, also, all these matches, they're on it like you like by themselves. So you could just watch every match. Yeah, it's that'll crazy. be good. That'll be good. Uh, Southampton, Burnley, the early Saturday morning match. I got Southampton 2, Burnley 1, Danny Ings to score against his old team. I'm going to have it at 1-1. I think Burnley's defense will show up, but I got okay. Danny Ings scoring. Oh, he's got to go with the guy against his old team. Yeah. Norwich, Liverpool. I got Norwich 1, Liverpool 3. Salah taking Suarez's role. I think he'll get a hat trick. Oh, wow. I have Norwich's nil, Liverpool three, and I have Salah. Okay. Uh, Aston Villa hosting Tottenham. I'd love to see Villa win this one. If you remember, they played – I think these are all repeats of this the was, first match of the season. This was a very uh, – yeah. no, the first match of the season was Liverpool-Arsenal. No. I think this was the first match. Or maybe we played this was you guys. The, okay. Maybe this was a second. No, you did not this <laughs> Yes, year. we did, lad. Absolutely not. Why? Who'd you play week one? Um – Ha, ha. No, it wasn't you guys. It was yeah. Manchester City. You played City first game? I think. Wait, then why are we against Newcastle right now? Because it's not the logic is not true. Okay, just it was thought. maybe the third game of the season. <laughs> I don't know. Sorry, this was like early in the year, but I remember we were at um, Fatport when uh, Tottenham and Aston Villa played each other. Remember, and Villa should have won. That's right. Anyway, uh, I've got <laughs> – should we go to the score? Yeah. While we do I've got Villa 0, Tottenham 2, Deli Ali. I got Villa 1, Tottenham 2, Sun. Okay. Um, Arsenal, Newcastle. I think this is the day they finally win again. Yeah. I got Arsenal 3, Newcastle 1, Aubameyang. I have Arsenal 2, Newcastle 1, Aubameyang. And then, uh, you think, so have they won under Arteta yet? Yeah. Oh, yeah. They beat oh. United. Oh. They beat Manchester. They haven't lost under him. In the oh, okay, okay. They have one win, no losses. Or, sorry, one win, one loss, four draws. Gotcha. So, gotcha. they just keep dying. Gotcha. Um, and the Monday night game, big one. We're going to be recording not too long after it. Chelsea Man United from Stamford Bridge. I got Chelsea 2, United nil, And I have oh, uh, surprise goal scorer, Hudson Odoi. It's my guy. Oh. Yeah. Um, why did I think his name was Clarence Hudson Odoi? <laughs> Clarence! Clarence! Clarence Carter be stroking. It's Callum. Um, yeah. Okay, I have Chelsea 1, United 1, and Tammy Abraham. All right. I almost I think it's going to be a 1-1 game. I think, I don't know. We'll see. It'll be a good one. We'll see. I almost went with Martinelli. In the Arsenal game. But anyway, this game, I just feel like Man United doesn't have a striker. Shit, something don't scares me about score. Chelsea's defense, though. Giving up more than one goal? Yeah. I just but don't then, think United has a guy that can score. Who's going to score? Martial. Tony. 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 Who's give Tony the ball? Friend of the pod. Who's going to pass to him? Bruno Fernandez, the new guy? Maybe. All right. With that said, those are our predictions. Um, I don't know about the West Ham City game. If it happens... In this time span, we'll go with everyone's prediction that they made this past week. Okay. If it gets rescheduled, we'll make new predictions because who knows who will be dead yeah. and who will be alive. All right. Let's go to the comments and shout-outs segment. Uh, we have quite a few to get through today. Uh, it started out with Steve saying, so we've started this episode with the Ask episode of South Park where they talk about Bud, Pal, everything. Yeah. So uh, that was pretty interesting, I guess. Um, Brian touched on that he agrees with you that if City – don't win either the league, which they won't, or Champions League with a squad like that and a wage bill as high as theirs. Pep has failed. 
and that underperformed is being way too soft on him because uh, I said he underperformed. Huh. Um, in the poll that we had, yeah, 100% said it would be a failure wow. if Pep Guardiola does not win Champions League with Manchester City. That The poll, though, I will say this. It was not working half the week. Those that were following us along on Twitter, you yeah. might have seen blanks. It wasn't just us. It was all over Twitter. So the votes weren't like a, a terribly large amount. But mm-hmm. yeah, 100% think he'll be a failure. You uh, you stand with that, right? Yeah. All right. Um, also, once again, you're right. You were on fire last week, Brian says. Uh, Marco Alonso is the most recent Chelsea defender to score a brace. There it is. It wasn't John, brother of Jason Terry. <laughs> um, the stat that was uh, that I found was apparently wrong. Marco Alonso said wow. hashtag sacked in the morning to the Premier League page that had written the stat that I had found. Hey, there it is. So anyway, there's that. Um, fun take. So you remember the play where Willie Caballero was caught out That was bananas, week. yeah. So we have some takes. Well, Steve, we asked Steve for uh, the take. Yeah, and he says, so my take on this is as follows. I don't know how quick Caballero typically is off the line. Not very. Yeah. Uh, but you've got to be decisive if you're going to be the type of keeper that is your Allison or Neuer. Whatever Caballero did was not. Hot <laughs> trash is what he says. Brian hot, uh, tough take from, from Steve there. You know what, though? He's right. Goalie's got to I mean, be, it yeah. It was hot trash. Yeah. Brian followed up with, I've played keeper a few times, and this was his team. But wouldn't consider myself a keeper. Qualifying statement. Uh, agree. <laughs> he agrees that you have to be decisive, but you also have to be smart. It seems like Caballero was trying to be decisive by going after the ball, but it was a dumb move. Hot trash, indeed. So hot trash is just the common <laughs> agree. Sometimes you just find yourself in a bad spot and you think you can recover by doubling your effort, but you just keep digging yourself into a bigger hole. I've definitely done that as a keeper before. Never felt bad about it because it was rec league and I was the only option. <laughs> Well, Keppa is the other option. So, do you think for this Man yeah, United Kepa, match, Kepa Kepa's needs, back? Kepa need, Kepa's going to be back. Yeah. Do you remember, remember when your Siri recognized Keppa or he's a Balaga and you mumbled it? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, we talked a bit about Zach Spies. You remember the commercials on? Yeah. Uh, Brian says there's one close to them. It's pretty damn good. So, next wow. time we visit the What's caboose. What's the nearest Zach Spies to here? Do a search. But next time we visit, you know, we got to hit up Zach Spies. So, what are we doing? Yeah, the, the closest one is in Indianapolis. There you go. So, so we'd have to drive two hours and 30 minutes well, from Chicago. When we visit Brian. Look, look, look at all the places it's by. Steak and Shake, White Castle, Panda, Denny's, Famous Dave's Barbecue, which is low-key good. Dave. Uh, Jack's Pizza. Kidoba, your, plant, your spot. There you Do go. you prefer Kidoba or Chipotle? Chipotle. Kidoba okay. was just around when I was in college, and they had, a, they had an electric breakfast burrito. But outside of that... You gotta go. Chipotle. And have you ever had uh, In and Out? Uh, yeah. In and Out or uh, Five Guys? In and Out. I choose Five In-N-Out, Guys. No doubt. Five Guys burgers, I, good, but their fries are I choose hot garbage, five. just like Willie Caballero. I choose Five Guys. I mean, I don't get of me wrong. You'd like you five know me, guys. I'm, a, I'm a Cali guy, yeah. but like Five Guys. Five Guys oh, is oh, my oh. shit. I like a good fucking like chunky to, burger. Likes to be jerked off by chunky five guys. Wow, okay. All right. What's up with this rumor with me being in the fat things? Like, what do you fat mean? Girls? Uh, Jeff Jeff like Paris, fat girls? Jeff Paris said, word around the blocks that you're in the fat chicks. Wait, when did he say this? I just had one moment at a bar when I was drunk and, and made out with one Hey, Jeff, chick just wants. calling it like he sees it, man. <laughs> Steve says that you're the nonce of the week candidate Ugh. for wanting to trade multiple states for any Canadian city. Also, half of Detroit is not from Windsor. Also, I'm from Michigan. Cutting deep, Arine. What is your I told. I said Steve. Steve. I said he's an adopted Chicagoan, so I don't count okay. him in that bracket. Steve also wrote up a damning article. 
I said Illinois hot seat in the intro. He said, if we're talking about Detroit having been bankrupt, we can't ignore the fiscal situation of this entire state. So there's a report that came out, and this is through um, IllinoisPolicy.org. Illinois is fiscally the second worst in the nation, statewide. Um, I have actually some stats what is here. That for like only, uh, only New Jersey is worse. This is according to the 2019 report. New Jersey's in 50th. Illinois is 49th. Okay, while a state like Michigan's in 38th. So what is your statement to um, fiscal means like? Well, financially, we're just in debt. Like just this city, oh, bro. Our whole corruption. fucking country fucked. Okay. I mean, uh, he's just making fun of your bankrupt comment. I mean, then they fucking go bank like the whole city, just like right. I mean, I'm not not their whole city, so, yeah. just Detroit. That's I, states, I, I right? Is that states or yeah, is that states? I mean, come on now. Well, I mean, we're not doing so hot apparently. Whoa, whoa, whoa we're comparing cities. Okay. Well, Chicago's in Illinois. Surely, Illinois is reflective of how Chicago's doing. We're more, we're bigger, we're bigger platform. All right, okay. we're bigger than. I Detroit. just wanted to get that. We out are there. Chicago. Um, <laughs> all right, a little um, bit of an ego there, but fun fact here that um, just a little bit that Steve also brought up. We'll move on, I guess, from that. But to we'll be honest, see. I'm not a big finance guy, so like you probably you you probably even know more than me about that shit. No? I mean, I don't know that much, but anyway, <laughs> uh, but I mean, it, it's just we're talking about bankruptcy. We're talking about. Yeah, Illinois. Um, so shout Steve out brought up, so yeah, shout. What? <laughs> Steve brought up a good one. Klingsman with the nonsery here. So this was announced of the. It wasn't announced of the week. We didn't put it up for announced of the week, okay. but it was a uh, honorable mention. Yeah, we didn't make it the list. <clears throat> um, Steve says I was a Klingsman fan and wish he had. St- uh, we still had him over what's been happening the last three to five years. True. Because he had a plan, but he seems to forget some of his bad results towards the end there, and he's referring to a moment. It's a great clip. We'll put it in here. It's, it's yeah. a, guys, hear it out. It's like it's a little over. It's a little under three minutes. Yeah, but it's worth it. It's a good clip. But in it, at some point, Klinsman does say that he would have taken the U.S. to the semifinals of the 2018 World Cup, one that we didn't qualify for. <laughs> Do you agree with him? Um, with Jurgen? No. I agree with Steve though in that he was a great manager and I take him over whatever I do is it who's our manager right now? Steve Berhalter. <laughs> yeah, I take him over Steve Berhalter any day of the week. But yeah, that's agree. that's a that's a hot take and a half. I do agree that I wish we still had him right now over what exactly. garbage has been there, but um Yeah. You know uh, that was a wild statement. Very I mean that wild. was beyond wild. So we'll put that clip in right here so you can hear Jurgen. So what happened now the last two or three years is very sad. It's really sad because the team belonged uh, into Russia. They belonged into the World Cup. The qualification was pretty much done. Mm. Then uh, it happens the big disaster in Trinidad Tobago, which nobody ever could imagine. You know, so this threw back the whole the whole national team program for many years. It throws it back, you know, because now there's uh, uh, it's a lack uh, there's a lack of of belief. There's a lack of enthusiasm. There's a lack of of uh, leadership in, at the end of the day. So it's a very, very difficult job that now mm. Greg Berhalter has on his hands, you know, to rebuild this entire program, which we were actually uh, in a good place. You know, it was progressing. I said, you know, I take that team in Russia into the final eight or even in the final four. Wow. I mean, some, some interesting stuff he's uh, he said there. Um, let's see. So Brian talks about fat fringing his vote. Uh, Jeff... Sends a gif after our happy, happy birthday. birthday. Okay, this is what I want to talk about. Steve brought it up. 
Christian Erickson, yes. you've surely heard about this, has blasted Spurs for making him the quote-unquote scapegoat, I guess, in a sense. Um, one thing I want to mention before I talk about the scapegoat thing is he, he said that he has a chance to win more trophies with his new team at Inter than he yeah. did with his previous team in Tottenham. Do you agree with that? Currently? No. Okay. Next I don't years. know what they – I think they probably sold them on a, a, an idea, which could be true, that okay. they're going to be bringing in uh, a lot of talent. I mean, granted, they have Alexis and Lukaku, but I think Alexis – He's uh, alone. How he is now. He's alone. Oh, really? He's alone. Well, okay. Well, I just think those players, as they are, can compete at a, a high level. Italian oh. leagues are a very high level. But I think if you want to really take it to the next – I don't think they're close to Juventus. Right. They might be. I don't know, actually. I don't. Eh, this no. year, I'm no. kind of no, no, off no. with this. They're not. Jeff Paris probably knows a lot more. Jeff Paris is an Inter Milan fan. Jeff, let us know what you think about Christian Eriksen's statement. Holy shit. Yeah, Jeff Paris is oh, an Oh, we should have asked him. We just had him. Fuck. Fuck us. Yeah, Jeff Paris, let us know uh, if you agree with that statement. But I just think league-wise, and you know, I, I, no, I don't think so. All right, and let's get to the scapegoat Maybe they will, though. I hope so. I'd I'd like to see an Italian team kind of make noise that isn't Juventus. Yeah, I mean, because I feel like anyone can say a statement like that, but I think this is the damning part right here. Uh, The 27-year-old said he felt like he's often made a scapegoat after announcing he would depart at the end of the season upon the expiration of his contract. He said the following, If you have a short contract, you will be the black sheep. Erickson said, then discussing an honest interview given after the Champions League final where he first mentioned the possibility of leaving the following season. I did get the blame for a lot of stuff for being the bad guy. I read I was the bad person in the change room that ever since I said I wanted to leave, it was no good me being there. To be honest, over the last few years, if anything came up, any player would think about leaving, but I was the guy who said it publicly. Uh, He praised Mourinho for allowing him to continue playing despite the situation uh, and said that it was not definite he would depart this winter until talks with Inter became more serious. Well, you know, he's right, but... Mm -hmm. Still, you should not you come out and say that. Right. It's one of those things. He, But he did. He, he did acknowledge that was the fact and said, I'm brave enough to say this. This is, this is, the, these are like, this is just soccer 101. Yeah. Um, like, e- <laughs> teams are stepping stools. Right? right. Yeah. Tottenham is a stepping stool team. Mm-hmm. Right? So, yeah. and he's right. You don't. You don't sign the Tottenham to win trophies. Right. No, I agree. I want to hear Tottenham's fan, Tottenham fans' take. How do you feel about Christian Eriksen? Oh. Are you mad at him? Are you appreciative of what he did the years he was there? I think they, they would be appreciative, but they're just very bad about how he left, maybe. It's right. kind of like Luis Suarez with Liverpool. He was yeah. like loved and we backed him up. Um, but I also think Eriksen read too much of the tabloids. Probably, oh, absolutely. And made more of it than it should have been. So, so do you think maybe in. maybe they'll be mad at him now, but then one day they'll look back yeah. and say that was a good time? Yeah, yeah. Okay. okay. Uh, Steve wanted to talk a little hockey real quick, and we talked about it earlier. Unrelated hockey response to Arians Red Wings dig. They just got Bertuzzi, yeah. He said, yeah, we suck bad. And but give us another year or two of this dumpster fire and see what CVY can build. I'm confident that we'll be back to playoff contention hockey. Serious contention, not that hot trash that the team was in the final last year's of the streak which was trash, uh, us. Regardless, I would say we've got a promising future. Maybe. And I think Detroit is a team, and we saw what Stevie White did with the Lightning. I think Detroit is a team that can get better, but we'll have to see. So It's a bigger project. As Blackhawks fans that have been fans for a while, it would just... So here it is. 
dude, here's my point, honestly. Uh, Detroit is one of those teams where it's like, for me, they're like Manchester United. Liverpool, okay. like, you feel, kind of feel like they have to be good. Mm-hmm. But then, mm-hmm. like, you don't mind them being trash. Right. But now they're in a different conference, so it's just weird. Yeah. I, but I don't doubt him. I don't doubt Steve for one bit because now that I'm thinking about their, their roster, they do have some really young guys, and they did just beat Boston, but Boston was coming back from back-to-back. But, like, eh, we'll see. I we'll guess. see. All right, Steve, we'll see. We'll have to watch some hockey with Steve. Yeah. Um, and Brian's a big hockey guy, too. Colum- so we got a Columbus fan, a Detroit fan, a Toronto fan, a couple Hawks fans, Nikhil, probably a Red Wings fan, right? Nikhil, let us know. Nikhil, if, you, if you're into hockey, let us know. Speaking of which, Nikhil's back. Interest in baseball. Who's he in the, tweeted who's us. In the, which, which baseball teams are interested? And then uh, everyone tell us your baseball teams. All right. Yeah. Nikhil did – this was a tweet that was kind of making the rounds. Nikhil yeah. did bring it to our awareness uh, as well. Uh, Jesse Lingard could French kiss the whole village of Wuhan and still not be able to pass anything to his teammates. <laughs> wow. I love it. That's fucking amazing. Jesse Lingard <laughs> Look at the at. <laughs> it's – Oh, at Mod Muffin? No, no, no. The one about it. The name. The tears of a Clown. <laughs> that is a scintillating tweet. It's kind of wild. Yeah, we retweeted it. Yeah. So check that out. Pretty funny stuff. I mean, the, the coronavirus is not funny, but uh, that yeah. was particularly funny. And I think, um, oh, another one was, uh, did you see the clip? And we've retweeted it. Steve sent it of Patrick Mahomes throwing a, uh, a I think that's a ball, a football to some guy yeah. out in the stands. And the guy... Parking meter? Yep. He, <laughs> he ran yeah. into the parking meter, and Mahomes tweeted, yo, is the dude who hit the parking meter okay? <laughs> that was pretty funny. Uh, and the last thing I wanted to also, mention Also, that Super Bowl parade was very underwhelming. Yeah. The amount of people at it. Yeah, that was. That was. Um, and I think that's really it for now. I'm going to bring the other stuff that was brought up in honorable mentions. Okay. Um, before we get there, though, I have a Oh, I have a question. Talking this is, points. This yeah. is a hot point. And you know what? If you're into that stuff, that's cool. Because <laughs> I'm backtracking super much. Uh, not super much. That was a really weird way to say it. But just say yes if you've ever been so drunk that you've made out with a unit before at a bar. Just tweet yes. Or just tweet yes a, or, or you're no. you're asking me or other people. You can answer this question right now, okay. but other people can just tweet yes or no. Did if you want to go into detail, you can, but yes or no, I'll know what you're talking about. Does it have to be a bar? <laughs> it, could, it could be Anywhere. a club. It could be a club Anywhere. or bar. Anywhere. I if guess. I don't know where else unit, you made out Anywhere. <laughs> well, for me, a unit's tweet, pretty... Yeah. So just, for me, a, a unit ranges because you have to keep in mind, I am 5'9", 160. Okay. So a unit for me... All right, just tweet yes or no. If you tweet a yes or no to the footy corner, you can bring up why. You can bring up the scenario if it's funny. But if you, if not, it's totally because I get there yes guys no. with wives out there, fiancés. Right. Should we do hashtag unit or just <laughs> hashtag yes or no? unit? Right. So put a yes or no and do hashtag unit, and we'll know what you're talking about. We'll talk about it. And the show. It, you know what? If you're in the units, okay. Well, I have friends that are in the units. This doesn't help your case. Jeff Pears saying that you like units because you're bringing them up again. No, it's just. I just feel like it's it's something every guy does. See, I thought you were asking me, and I was going to answer it, but you can answer. You we'll can just bring, say yes I'll bring it up no next right episode. Now. Let's see what everyone says. I know we'll... you've been grinding on one to the point where all <laughs> breaks, mate. We'll talk about that <laughs> next episode. You got grinded on by someone. Yeah, I know by someone break. named uh, Shamu or something, bro. We'll talk about it next episode. All right, the sign broke. <laughs> all right, so we'll talk about it. Was so Brian Moore there for it? No, but just uh, tweet us, and uh, we'll tell our stories next episode. Yeah, yeah, Because uh, we'll have time. Hashtag Hopefully. the Long unit. Long episode. Hashtag, hashtag unit. Hashtag unit. So then yes or no? Yes or no. 
Just say yes or no hashtag. Okay. Um, yes, but I was drunk at Benchmark. All right, a couple of things I want to bring up. Just This is nothing, no comments people said. I feel like these are good talking points, though, since we're there. Just quick fact. You can add your two cents. Salon Henderson are having kids nine months after the Barca match. Congrats on the side. They've just had their kids, actually. One had it February 7th, the other February 8th. Wow. Exactly nine months after they beat Barcelona. Coincidence? Nope. All right. So Salon Henderson got nasty when they got back. Yeah. From that match. As one uh, Steve shared that for me, so that was pretty funny. Okay, quick questions I want to ask you. Um, 2020 transfer window. I don't know if you heard about this. They had a meeting. It's going to close on September 1st next year. The last two seasons, it's closed before the season started. The rest of Europe closed in September. Premier League said, well, this isn't working. Our teams are closing down shop, and they have to sell. They can't buy. Yeah. So it's going back to September 1st. What are your thoughts? Um, I... You know, it's weird because at the time I did agree with the move, but mm-hmm. now now I think you should just align with all the other major leagues. I agree with it. I know – I mean it's shitty that teams and players are going to wait till deadline day and they're going to play games with – like for example, like an Erickson case. Like he – like, you know, they might start the season with that going on. That, that's going to be annoying if it's your club because I think we've all had that in our club. But at the end of the day, you want to be with everyone else. It makes more sense. And I agree completely. I think the Premier League did a great job. Move it up. Why? Well, because then you get rid of the distractions and people focus on the actual game itself. Yeah. Problem, as you said, the rest of Europe didn't listen. You get an injury, you can't sell a player maybe that wanted to go. And then you have unrest for a longer period of time. Whereas, yes, the disadvantage to this is now the first three weeks, people are going to pay more attention to transfer rumors than the actual play on the field. But if you have an injury, you have something come up, you have an unsettled player, you can get rid of them. You don't have to deal with it for many months. I like this move, too. Another one thing I want to talk about is this winter break. This is the first year they're doing it, and it's a staggered break. You know, other leagues, they have entire weeks off, whereas the Premier League is saying, we have a couple matches this week, and we have a couple matches next week. Every team will have at least one whole week off. Um, what are your thoughts on the winter break? Do you think it should continue, A? And B, my other question is, like, what do you think about the timing of it? It's week 26 right now. I like the winter break. Okay, I think, like the player, break. I think the players need a break. Do you like especially. it staggered, or would you like everyone off one week? Ooh, everyone off one week. Okay, uh, you know, you know, how Germany does it, right? Mm-hmm. It's not a bad idea. I mean, mm-hmm. fuck, dude, their game is getting canceled because these fucking storms and like we saw that. Yeah. I mean, the cold weather does. I mean, I know it's part of the game, but it influences the game in it a does. bad way, in my opinion. But like, I don't know. I just feel like these players do need, a, especially if you're you got think the Premier League brings in most of their money with the top six teams. Mm-hmm. And those guys are mostly in European competition. And the last thing you want is the, you know, the entertainment value to hinder because of injuries and stuff. So I think a good exactly. break is what every player needs, every team needs, and they come back refreshed and more entertaining soccer to play. If it, that means moving the season up or, in, you know, starting it early, I mean, that's, that's fine. Uh, I don't know. What do you think about it? I think this was a great idea. Just thinking about the players. I don't like the staggering of it. And here's my proposition. It's week 26. Here's what I think you should do. It gets really, really crazy during the Christmas New Year period, right? right. And don't take that away. That's a tradition. Boxing Day stuff. Right. Boxing Day, New Year's Day, whatever. After those New Year's Day matches end, have I say break. have the break then. Like, your players are tired. Yeah. They're playing three matches in eight days. You know, that's the time I think let them recharge, and it's more towards halfway to the season, whereas now we're in, what, week 26? You know, and let everyone get a week off. Yeah. And I know they have a week off 
to go into the FA Cup matches. But I say move those FA Cup matches midweek. Let the season go another week, whatever it is. Uh, especially because the World Cup won't be until November next time, you know. Okay. So there's no worry there. So just you know, I think they should have it. And I think they should have it in January, right after the uh, New Year. Yeah. yeah. So let, everyone else, let us know your thoughts. These are some interesting things that have come up just this past week. Good talking points. Uh, let's go to the polls. We talked. We already talked about the Pep Guardiola one. Guardiola. Um, and as we mentioned, there was the results are probably eh because. There weren't many made. Grealish, 71%. Madison, 29 for who deserves the England call-up more. There were no comments. Grealish, 71%. Madison, 29 Love it. Um, you know Grealish has created the most chances in the league? Yeah. I think people need to realize that... Uh, not people need to realize. That just sounds fucking weird. And I don't know. But I think people that voted for him have the same take as I do, as he's literally like... He does everything for yeah. that team. That team surround is is surrounded by Jack. Whether it's scoring goals or like starting a, a startup play, like he is connected to so many goals. Mm-hmm. And then not just that, but he's a he's a captain there at such a young age, and you know he's kind of like the Steven Gerrard of, of Villa. Yeah, they even said they're like, well, there's so many top teams that are going to go after him, and his teammates have have come out, and I know they usually would do, but they they meant it. They're saying it's going to take a lot for Jack to to leave Villa. Yeah. I think he really embodies that team, and he means so much to them. Yeah, so I think uh, takes yeah. on a bigger role than than Madison. Yeah, that opinion. was that was my vote too. Although we lost all the comments because the polls went up and down, yeah. up and down. Uh, match day twenty five player of the week. You guys picked Antonio Rudiger, sixty percent, twenty percent said Salah, twenty percent Yuri Mina, <laughs> and zero percent went with Robert Snodgrass. Oh, uh, Pep is a failure. We said that match day twenty five nonce of the week. Brody Duncan for taking a slap shot into the bench. 50% went with him, 25 for Cristobal Marquez for picking up two yellows, and I believe Brian Moore picked Uche Ikdiazu for dribbling like a like an idiot. Uh, all right, um, before we get into yeah, before we get into check out this what a shot. Check out this. Okay, so we're gonna get into this week's announcement of the week in a second. Before we do anything to say about the Oscars, aside from it's the year of the bong. Go Bong Joon-ho, my boy. My take on it is I got to watch Parasite. I haven't seen Parasite. Uh, congrats to Parasite. 1917. Yeah. I'm a big war movie guy, so I'd be interested. How about they all you? seem like they're pretty good. I want to see Joker. I still haven't seen that. Oh, yeah. Um, see. That speech by Walking Parasite. Phoenix. I want to see Jojo Rabbit. I thought that would oh, be pretty wow. fun. interesting. I don't know. I, I, I think kind of because you saw like there was a bit of comedy to it. I don't know. So I'll have to see that one too. Um, also, yeah. Joaquin Phoenix is, I know you think he's a little crazy for it, but I think everyone should go back, listen to it, and really dissect that message. No, no, I mean, that I'm was not a saying he's really crazy. good message. The message was good, but it was, I mean, the delivery about the bovine. <laughs> he had a point, though, but I think his whole speech's mes- message was like, honestly, in yeah, my opinion, no, one of the best good. speeches I've ever heard. I mean, it's good. I, I just thought it was really odd. I felt really weird pouring cream in my coffee this morning. Uh, is milk canceled? Is milk canceled? It's <laughs> a good question. All right. Uh, okay, fun stuff there. Let's go now to this week's Nonce of the Week. You are a nonce, fella. You're a nonce, mate. All right. We have we had a lot of shit going on. So should we first do honorable mentions before we get into the real thing? Sure. Quick honorable mention covers. The nom- People were nominating Arine. For wanting to trade multiple states for Canadian City. We mentioned that earlier. Klinsman for saying he'd lead the U.S. to the semifinals of the 2018 World Cup. Another one, Dejibril Sidibe. I don't yes. know if you guys heard. He forgot his sock 
when he was subbing in for uh, Theo Walcott. So Everton played down a man while he went back to the locker room to get a sock. Um, you also had Logan Paul's co-host. Can you explain yeah, that one? so <laughs> Logan Paul's co- uh, co-host on his podcast, Mike Whatever, dating Lana Rhodes. So if you know Lana Rhodes, you know. It's a porn star. It's a porn star. Banging porn star. And uh, she quit porn and all that stuff. And he cheated on her for some lady that was on Dr. Phil recently. Um, in my opinion, that is wild. So Logan Paul's co-host. Logan Paul's co-host for not being able to keep his fucking dick in his pants. Wow. For the time you're dating a porn star. So whatever you hook up with after is clearly not going to be better than Lana Rhodes. Yeah, that's pretty wild. Yeah. And for the one to cheat on the other, it's not the porn star. That's wild to me. Yeah. Um, no, I Mike, whatever his name is, but that's for me, that's why that was an honorable mention. In All the right. YouTube, Twitter world, that was, that was a big thing. I mean, I think it is. I mean, that is... Holy shit, you have a lot. Yeah, well, Do you I ever got, clear those? I should. Well, because I save a lot of things for the show. These are oh, all for the show. Okay. Um, I got a lot of tabs on my internet here. Um, so, here are the actual nonces. That, it was a great list, but here yeah. come the nonces. Nonce number one, Watford star Joao Pedro. Uh, I think he's... Is he a star, though? I don't know if he's a star, but it said star in the headline. You know how the, those uh, newspapers have it? Watford player Joao Pedro is... Uh, Dating, wow, is dating a 15-year-old Brazilian TV star, uh, Mel Maia. So that's the definition of nuts. He's dating a 15-year-old. Yeah, that's legit uh, Joao Pedro is... Wait, wait, how is this out and no one's doing anything about it? Can't I, you get arrested? Well, maybe he's... I don't know. That's what... I mean, this is what i How I've old seen. is this lad? Uh, we have to look that up. I don't... What's I don't his name? Joao Pedro. Joao Pedro is what we'll call him from now on. Well, you know what's funny? Um... <laughs> a tweet did mention that. A tweet said Shout that. Or someone, someone did say. Someone wrote. I think he's you, uh, twenty-seven. Someone said that the. Um, someone said the R in his name is silent. <laughs> <laughs> it was amazing. So Joe uh, Pedo for dating a fifteen-year-old Brazilian TV star. So he's up for nonce of the week. Yep. Then it gets very interesting. Mm-hmm. All right. First, we have Paul Tompkins. I think he writes. He's a sports writer. Okay. Um, he's actually a Liverpool writer. Um, he wrote the following on February fourth. I think you guys had a match with Shrewsbury, yeah, yeah. and you guys played like it was the a kids. second leg. Yeah, you guys played the kids. So he goes. Anyway, I'm giddy from watching 90 minutes of underage action with some seriously filthy stuff on show. I need to log off and take a cold shower. <laughs> There's things you just do not tweet. I mean, did he not know what he was saying? Paul Tompkins or Paul Tom? Yeah, Paul Tompkins. Wow, that's wild. So we got <laughs> you missed a couple of alarms. Jao Pedro, yeah, I know, dude, I keep hitting snooze on my alarms. We got Jao Pedro, um, oh, I forgot to mention this, I'll be honest. So, Jao Pedro for dating a 15 year old, um, Paul Tompkins for, yeah, the Liverpool Underage Now it gets interesting. No, we'll bring that up last because that's fucking <laughs> hilarious. Then there's Deli Ali. Did you had not heard of this? Mm-mm. So, the other day, Deli Ali had to issue an apology. Uh, over a controversial coronavirus social media post, um, he posted uh, on his, I think it was his Snapchat story, he was in an airport departure lounge wearing a face mask, and he tweeted, Corona what? Please listen with volume. <laughs> so then Ali pans the camera towards a man of Asian appearance, alluding to the deadly coronavirus, which has claimed the lives of over 800 people in China. 
After this, the focus returns to a bottle of antiseptic hand wash, <laughs> along with another caption of, this virus is going to have to be quicker than that to catch me. <laughs> this post, which was visible to friends of the Spurs man on Snapchat, has made its way onto social media and has led to some backlash. He deleted it, but it's already out there. So Deli Ali for making fun of a deadly virus. Yes. And finally, the main event, Mike Hendridge. <laughs> he's a he's a Newcastle fan. Yeah. Uh, Mike. He's a away tune fan. Yeah. And so they had a match at Oxford. Yeah, it was an away match. Um, and he went pretty crazy when they when they scored the winning goal. Was it the winning goal? I don't know. I think so. I think they scored the winning goal. and Celebrations uh, were on the away end. So yeah, he was so, celebrating. So he was celebrating and he took his dick out. Takes his dick out and does the helicopter. Does the helicopter. Like he, <laughs> yeah. Well, so let's not give him too much credit with the aid of his own hand. Like he wasn't swinging his dick like a, like a madman. Yeah. Just like, yeah. Like with his thumb and <laughs> index finger. So like it wasn't <laughs> a huge He got so sight. happy about the goal that he started doing the helicopter. Right. <laughs> so Newcastle fan Mike Pendridge has received a life ban <laughs> from all English grounds for waggling his penis during an FA Cup replay at Oxford. We should re- should we retweet it? Yeah, yeah. I mean it's there. Yeah. There's this dicks there. Okay. I mean so, it's funny you won't actually see it. Right. I mean you need yeah. So Zhao I mean you can just see it in the crowd. So let's once again talk about Zhao Pedro for dating a fifteen year old. Paul Tompkins <laughs> Paul Tompkins for saying that the Liverpool underage team made him get a cold shower. Deli Ali for his coronavirus Snapchat. And Mike Pendridge for waggling his penis. Who's your early vote? <laughs> On the away end against Oxford United. Yeah. Uh, I'm going with Mike Pendridge. I'm going Mike Pendridge. That's fucking evil. Well, maybe the Brazil lad. Because <laughs> he's a true nuts? Bro, that's wild. 15? Yeah. Um, while we were going through that, I mean, do, do you mind if I – are you done with that one? Yeah. I forgot to mention this as I was going through my tweets. Um, shout out Peterborough United. Uh, some lad named Cam Cam on Insta, on Twitter said, mental illness has finally beaten me, so I'll see you all on the other side. Very upsetting tweet. But P- Petersburg United responded. Like, the actual wow. account. Oh, I've seen this. Yeah. We're here if you need to talk, Cam. Just drop us a message. So, Peterborough shout out United. Peterborough United. Yeah, that's I mean, good. It's one of those things that, that uh, comes to, you know, fruition and football clubs can come to the rescue. So, yeah. that's a shout out to them. All right. Uh, let's go to the fantasy corner as we're winding down. Uh-oh. Um Top scores so far, because the week's not over, Richarlison 13, Calvert-Lewin 11, uh, with the Everton duo there. Billy Sharp and DeCore have nine. I guarantee they'll get dropped out at some point. Top incomings, Richarlison, Calvert-Lewin, Raul Salah, and uh, Sheffield United goalie Henderson. Outgoings, Martin Kelly, uh, Lundstrom, <laughs> he scored this week. Uh, Sterling, because he's dead. Mane, dead. Adama Traore, half dead. Um, if I were to give suggestions, Richarlison at 8.1 million. He's back. He's playing up front. He's a midfielder in fantasy. It's the Ancelotti factor. Do you have anyone? No, that's a good one. No, I think you like Calvert-Lewin. So any of those guys are are good. All right. So with that said, uh, we'll have more fantasy stuff next week when it's a full week. Gambling Corner. Uh, so the results are in. Uh, this week was an avenue of profit for a lot of people. Um, I would say Brian had the best week. Brian picked uh, Sheffield United to win straight up. Actually, all 
there are three of us. Steve, myself, and Brian all picked Sheffield, but we had different lines. Oh, okay. So Brian had Sheffield at minus 137. He bet $4, won his 292. He also uh, he picked Watford at plus 264, but got the L. But he hedged them. He also picked Watford draw with Brighton. Wow. So he picked Watford win and Watford draw with Brighton. Smart move because they were 264 to draw or to win, 245 to draw. And he put three on both, and he won 735 on his wow. 245 bet. So overall, Brian won $7.27 this week. Uh, for me, catch this. I picked uh, Sheffield at minus 150, bet six, did win four, and then I bet four on Brighton to draw, or on Brighton to win, and they drew. So I lost my four, so I'm at net of zero. <laughs> Steve, the rookie, picked uh, Sheffield win at minus 145, bet five to win 345. That's a W. And he picked Man City West Ham. That's a no bet. So he won 345 this week. And Arine, you bet $2 on Everton at minus 154. Got the W, one one thirty there, and you picked Brighton Watford draw. Yes, just like Brian, but you had it two forty. Yeah, you had two forty five, so you had two dollars to make four eighty. So that brings us overall. Mm-hmm. Let's just talk overall standings, net gains. Uh, Arian leads the way at plus twenty dollars and five cents. <laughs> that's that means you made that much. That's not like that's plus the ten you start. You know, so yeah. that's made. Brian's at plus six dollars fifty one cents. Steve's at plus $3.45. So everyone's making money. And then to me, minus $4.54. So, you know, it's going well. Let's see what this week's picks are. I think everyone's getting the hang of it. Mm-hmm. Um, do you want to go first? Go ahead. What are your picks? Okay. So my picks. So um, remember, the rules are as he's doing it is you can bet up to three matches. You have $10 to play. So no matter what your net score is, you can play with 10 bucks this week and see what you have. So I got a little funky with the draws. There you go. And I went in three bets this week. Mm-hmm. So I figured low risk, high reward. And you have a high cushion. You have a lead. So. Exactly, yeah. So Burnley Southampton draw at plus 237. Okay. Only about $1 to get 237. 237, okay. Um, I what just, was that, Burnley? It's Burnley Southampton, yeah. Okay. I just think that's going to be you know very scrappy. Um, Chelsea and United, I just feel like that's going to be a draw. Okay. So that's plus 250. Bet fifty cents to get one twenty-five. Fifty cents, bro. It all builds up. Plus two fifty, you said. Mm-hmm. To win what? One twenty-five. One twenty-five. Okay. What else did you have? And then Spurs and Villa draw. What? Yeah. Plus two fifty-seven. Bet fifty cents again to make one twenty-eight. Okay. <laughs> you are low. I mean, when you have that lead, you can do that, I guess. I could still win five bucks. You can. And you know what? You're probably going to do better than all of us. We'll so, see. Or at least me. I'm, I'm, I haven't learned my lesson. I spend all ten this week. <laughs> so here are my God bets. Damn. I went with my lock. The AZ parlay is what I'm calling it. <laughs> no, we've had a legit AZ parlay. We should talk to them about that. Oh, that's true. We'll get, get that <laughs> we went part. full degenerate board as the horse. But my AZ parlay is Liverpool at minus 327. Ars- they're against uh, at uh, Norwich. Got Arsenal at minus 250. You parlay them, it's minus 120. So I'm betting 8 bucks to win 663. So those two win. And then I like Wolves Leicester draw. I'm throwing 2 bucks on a plus 220 to win 440. Wow. So those are my two bets this week. Uh, that one's the Wolves Leicester one is eh. I feel good about my parlay. I might actually lay these down at the shoe. These might be actual. I'm going to go this weekend and watch a couple games. We should. Uh, I have to go to a dental charity ball at night, but let's go earlier on you know, like Saturday. Or I guess we'd go Sunday. I think too. I've been canceled from charity balls ever since my last uh, appearance. Mate, that was last year. 
I know. It was at the after party. I know. I so think I've been canceled. If there's an after party, we'll do it again, man. What do you mean you've been canceled? So <laughs> My the, antics. That was wild. Where, was it? where were we at? I was good. I was where, having a where fun was time. Tau? Tau. <laughs> um, yes. We did it. We'll do this real quick. I know we're running long on time, but we did an actual AZ parlay. Yeah. Where we bet five bucks. And were all three underdogs or two of the three were underdogs? Two of the three were Two of the three were underdogs. We bet five bucks and we went with all Arizona teams so Ari- that were playing that night. So Arizona Cardinals. Arizona Cardinals were playing a really good team. I think we bet them. <laughs> we bet the Arizona Coyotes against uh, another probably good And the team. Arizona Wildcats football team. Against Washington. <laughs> and I think all of them, well, two of them lost. Yeah. Yeah. But it was $5 to win like 78 bucks. <laughs> Bro, and at the beginning they were all hitting. They were all leading at one point, and and then reality said. I think so. I forgot which team blew it first. I believe the Coyotes lost in overtime. <laughs> yeah, I think the but they were looking hit. good. The Cardinals were the, the one Cardinals hit, hit yeah. but the team that really dropped it was the football game. Yeah, they got their asses beat. <laughs> yeah, they did. Uh, but yeah, we'll do, maybe we'll go to the shoe on either Saturday or Sunday. Let's we'll discuss, and then uh, we'll let you guys know what happened. Yeah. All right. Uh, I'll dabble. I'll dabble at the kiosk. I've been at the kiosk. and the Kiosks are electric, dude. Yeah. You just drop money in and shit happens. Can you do it with a credit card? No. I think you need money. Okay. And I think it's a minimum of five. five. Ah, that's fine. All right. Uh, anything else before we log off? Long episode, but I think it's because we had a good interview. Everything was awesome. Yeah. We'll be back next week. Might be similar length. We'll see if we get someone on. We, we have some people in mind. Every time we say we talk before the show, it's going to be a short, short episode this week. <laughs> Look at us. Fucking well, hour 30 right now. Just had the interview. I think we brought up good topics. There are a lot of things to talk about this week in terms of not match stuff, but like outside stories. Next yeah. week, big teams play. I think we'll uh, we'll have to breeze, you know, we'll breeze through it again. We'll yeah. see what happens. All right. All right. With that said, let's go to our favorite unemployed former manager, <laughs> Unai Emery. Love you guys. Good evening, Alexa. Please to play uh, my favorite song. Good evening. 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 Good evening.